Well, hello everyone. It's Pam. It's Thanksgiving week. Pull up a chair. Stop the cooking. <laughs> Let's chat. It is 80 degrees and sunny today in South Florida where I am. It started out cloudy, but now it's really beautiful. This is such a great time of year in South Florida, except for the traffic, uh, even in the midst of a pandemic. We're looking at increased traffic, as we always do at this time of year. I want to talk about some holiday things. I want to talk about a puppy and just a few random, basically unimportant things, but let's chat anyway, shall we? Gary and I will be, Gary and I, on Thanksgiving this year. It will be very different for us this year. We will be making the most of it. Gary will be making his pink salad that I love so much. It's a thing that you either love or hate, and he's made it for, oh, I can't even remember how long. Um, but our other food, for the most part, I'll be making a chocolate pie, and we'll be making a, a, a some other desserts and things, but basically we're going a different route this year, and I will be explaining that and reviewing that after Thanksgiving a little bit more. We will be delivering food <laughs> to Brandon. We won't be sharing uh, our Thanksgiving together this year. Some things I need to do in preparation for for the holidays that we don't know. We don't know what it'll be next month for December. Usually. On Thanksgiving, on the day after, is when I go ahead and put up the decorations in the tree because Kate, our granddaughter, loves Christmas as much as I do, and she has lots and lots of time then to enjoy it. I probably won't be as quickety-quick this year because um, we're not seeing her, so um, not very much. But I do have to buy the Christmas crackers, and by that I mean the British crackers that are really like a, a cylinder, like a tube, gift-wrapped at both ends, and then you pull the ends and it pops, it makes a loud popping sound, and then goodies fall out. Gary and I and Brandon have been, um, we incorporated crackers into our Christmas Oh, 25 or so years ago, and now we do it with Kate as well. So I do have to buy those. I like to buy the UK version uh, of those. I like to buy the ones that are made in the United Kingdom. Um, they come with paper crowns, and that's a real that's a real highlight <laughs> for me. Anyway, but speaking of food, there is a restaurant in North Carolina that every month or every year they have an exotic meat month. Now, Gary and I uh, would not eat this for a, a variety of reasons. And in reading about this specialty that they have, this North Carolina restaurant, for this year, uh, was truly gag-worthy, and I'm squeamish, <laughs> squeamish anyway, and a lot of times. But uh, they're making a burger, a beef burger, and it has Gruyere cheese, which Gary and I love uh, smoked Gruyere. It goes great with cocktails, and we, we eat that frequently along with uh, 
a variety of other cheeses on a cheese on a cheese tray. Um, and also the burger comes with a spicy chili sauce, which all that sounds really good, except it would have to be, for us, it would have to be a, a chicken burger or a turkey burger. Uh, but for $30 uh, at this restaurant uh, each, <laughs> you can get a tarantula burger. They top the burger with a tarantula, legs and all. And uh, it's cooked. It's not alive. It's a roasted uh, tarantula. And uh, according to the people, and this was uh, really hard for me to read, uh, it tastes like shellfish. Not chicken. It always tastes like chicken. Well, in this case, ugh, it tastes like like shellfish. Uh, so for this year's exotic meats month, uh, they invented the tarantula burger. Uh, some of their other meats include uh, things that are truly gag-worthy. Uh, bison, camel, uh, python, alligator, venison, goat, turtle, caribou, reindeer, bugs. Didn't specify what kind of bugs. Yak, emu, elk, and kangaroo. I mean, ugh. ugh. But anyway, the photo uh, of it. Of, the, of this tarantula with its legs and everything on top of this photo. I mean, it's truly gag-worthy. So Google it for the photo, you know, Google image, North Carolina restaurant, tarantula burger. I'm not one of those that's afraid of spiders. I'm really not. I have other things that I'm afraid of um, <laughs> that make me go, ah, like rodents, but uh, not spiders, but the idea of eating a tarantula is just, uh, I need to stop talking about it, don't I? Oh, stop, stop, stop. Um, lots of entertainment this holiday season, and even though we are challenged, and I've talked about the Dave Cause uh, virtual Christmas show December 12th several times. We have our tickets for that, so we're all set for Dave Cause, but there, there are just so many things people are being inventive about and trying to be safe. Um, our county has another mask ordinance until next month, and I'm really glad of that because the counties are having to take it into their own hands uh, to force people to be safe. It's like, um, remember when you had to uh, click it or ticket to force people to try to save their life and the lives of others by wearing seatbelts. I don't know what's wrong with people, but in Tampa, Florida, uh, I think this is really very cool. Uh, it's, it is also a virtual event. It is called Cocktails and Carols. And this event comes up uh, on December 5th, which is actually the same night as the boat parade uh, here in Palm Beach. Well, I'll, I'll get to that in a moment. But uh, this is a... Um, a, a, a pretty hoi polloi kind of, of thing. It's a it's actually a live streaming event, and uh, you can go into a drawing uh, for a two hundred and fifty dollar gift card, one entry only per ticket, and uh, the the tickets are are only ten dollars, so it's really a, a very good deal. Uh, you can. There are two options. You have the virtual event admission and then the VIP experience for two. Now, that includes everything that you get for the virtual event, plus you get heavy hors d'oeuvres for two, a choice uh, of a bottle of red or white wine uh, from a place in Tampa. 
and you get all of this delivered to your door. It has to be within 10 miles of said restaurant, which is the Park Shore Grill. Uh, and if you add a donation of $150 uh, or more to your ticket, touch, ticket price, uh, you get uh, a gourmet spread as well. So, um, check it out if you want to know more about it. Just to do Cocktails and Carols 2020 in Tampa, Florida to find out more about that event. Now, uh, on that same night, here where we are, is the annual uh, Boat Parade. Now, the Boat Parade uh, is for a worthy cause. Uh, they have been doing the boat parade for over 26 years. It's, uh, it's 20, the 26th year. Uh, it's called the Annual Palm Beach Holiday Boat Parade. And it's free for watchers. And it actually starts right by us. And it starts off with um, a beautiful and loud fireworks display and then all of the boats go by and it's very fun. We've always uh, enjoyed that just about every year that we've lived where we are now uh, with Kate and it goes all the way from North Palm Beach where we are to Jupiter. Lots of places to watch it along the way. We're just we're, we sit right on the on the front lines as it were. What I really like about it is Gary and I always try throughout the year, we do donations to this or that throughout, uh, throughout the year. It's, it's important to give. Uh, you get what you give, period. Even if it's tiny, 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 uh, if you do a good deed, good, good things come back to you. You may not feel that way. Sometimes it's, it's heavy. <laughs> life, can be, life, life can be heavy. But I believe in that with all my heart, and, and Gary and I do that together. And one of the things that we have always done um, for many years, we did the angel tree where you, you picked something off the tree at a mall and then you went and you filled the child's wish and, and then provided, provided that. Uh, and, but for many years, and especially since Kate has been born, we, with her, do Toys for Tots. And that is the, the benefit that, that I really like for the boat parade. The boats that come by, if you flash the light, and we have done that and had the boats pick it up. And usually we go to a restaurant or something and with Kate and let her drop the gift into a bin. But uh, you can, uh, last year we actually had the boat pick up the gift and it was a little bit tricky, but, but uh, it worked and it was really great. So we really like that. It uh, It's... The bridges, all the drawbridges, we have a drawbridge right by us. All the drawbridges stay up, and that's a real traffic headache for a few hours. But it's a it's a fun thing, and I hope, I truly do hope this year that it will not be political. Because if it is, I will be very disappointed to see that. But it, it really would not surprise me at all. Um, I, I want to talk about Christmas gifts and things that you can get, as well as as giving, you know, you can get. Um, I will have to tell you that typically where we live, the transportation uh, is, is it's, it's 
on any given day, you can see a variety of exotic cars. You really can, Maseratis, Bentleys. It's, it's, it's very common. It's, it's you know, Rolls Royce, it's, it's truly very common. But in the last four years, the, the, the you know, the trucks, the pickup trucks, I'm searching for a word that, that adequately describes them because there are trucks that are utility trucks that people use. They buy them because they want to pull a boat or because they want to pull a camping trailer or they do a lot of home projects and they need to, to have a way to transport. So there's that. But lately, it's been uh, in our area a lot of kind of bullying kind of trucks with very uh, unpleasant messages on them and they have big tires and they try to get up on people's bumpers, very aggressive drivers. It's very distasteful and it has really increased a lot. So I look at trucks, kind of pickup trucks in a different light now. But I, I find this very interesting. Uh, next year, there will be a plethora of electric trucks coming out. We, you know, electric cars, well, electric trucks. And they're not kidding around. They're very expensive. It looks like the prices range from 50 on up to $75,000. And... Uh, the, the battery, uh, it says, will hold uh, to about 400 miles. Now, uh, Ford, the uh, famous F-150, they will have a version of electric. And then they have another, uh, and then there's another, there's a, a lot of them. Uh, but there's a Rivian, uh, R-I-T, that has been in production. It's been in a, actually a prototype form for the past two years. And it's, uh, it, it is a, a partnership with Ford, actually. And it's, it's really quite interesting. It has some, some features that I kind of don't, I don't get this. Uh, the suggested retail price for that is 70500 And uh, it has a, a, a interesting wheels. It's like... Uh, it's it's called tank turns, you know, like a tank, how a tank turns. Well, that's how this truck will turn, and whereby the wheels on one side move in one direction, while the other two move in the opposite direction, like a like a tank. So, uh, 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 why would you need that? I I will say that um, our vehicle has a, a the, the, the turning radius on it is spectacular it's it, it, you get in tight turns in, in with both of our vehicles there's no problem because it uh, it really does it really does make a tight turn and but I'm wondering how in the world you would need a, a kind of a tank tank turn I, I don't really know um, at this same time of year holiday movies, kick in. I'm not really thinking that way so much this year, so I may delay those, but I will say I always kick it off with the same movie because I like it. I like it very much. It's silly. It's very silly. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a very 
very silly movie with Barbara Stanwyck, um, Christmas in Connecticut. I like her clothes. I like her clothes in that. Um, our Thanksgiving, uh, I will be reviewing uh, our, our Thanksgiving meal um, later on, and we'll see how our Thanksgiving goes this week. Um, as you all know, we lost our beloved Blenheim Cavalier, uh, King Charles Spaniel, uh, in uh, 2018 and the summer July of 2018 and it's uh, animal stories are still hard for me it's getting easier but when you have the perfect dog it uh, and they're the perfect companion for 11 years and they are in your heart and so it's hard so there was a story this past weekend uh, of a man in Estero Florida who saved his puppy from the clutches of an alligator. I couldn't watch the video I saw. It went through my newsfeed, but Gary did watch it later on and said, hey, did you see the story? And I said, well, I didn't watch it because I just, I, I didn't want to see the dog hurt if it was, he pulled it from the clutches of the, of the gator. Well, Gary told me that it was a Blenheim Cavalier puppy. It was a, a male, ours was a female, our dog was a female. Uh, so I ended up watching it, and it reminded us of when we first moved to Florida. We moved to Tampa from Ohio, and our our Cavalier, we got her in Florida. She was a Florida girl, and she uh, she was three months old. We got her little, very, very little, and um, we at that time had just moved, and so the media company that lured Gary to Florida had put us into an apartment, a corporate apartment there in Tampa, very nice, had a, a man-made body of water in the center, and uh, it was huge, and so this great sidewalk, uh, walking area went all around it, and that's how I would walk our new puppy, and one day, Gary was at work, and I got near to our apartment, and I looked by the pond, and there was a, a, a small gator. Well, it was about the size of the one in this video, and I immediately picked up our dog, our little puppy, and went in, took a picture, and, and you know, we called and told them there was a gator. Anytime there's a body of water in Florida, you know, you, chances are there's a, some form of, you know, snapping teeth in it. And, but the, the thing about the video of this man, he was, he said he just, the adrenaline took over and he just ran into the water. The, the uh, puppy had been outside and he saw the gator grab the puppy and head for the water. And it went into the water and the man went into the water and then you see him kind of go down. He didn't go all the way under. And then he comes up and he is, you can see he's holding the skater. It's very much like the size of the one in, in Tampa that, that uh, I walked our little puppy by. And and then in a minute, he's, you see, and, and, and then you see him make a movement with his arm. And then the, the, he, what he had done was he had freed the puppy and the puppy ran uh, and was a little bit in the water and then ran up on the bank and and the wife was interviewed, and she said the man, her husband, was she it was surreal. None of them, they couldn't believe it all happened. They said he had blood on the, the dog, and the dog was fine. I, I mean, which is shocking to me. And, and how did the, how did the gator get that puppy? 
in its shots without without hurting the puppy. And it really didn't. They had video of the of the puppy. The dog's name was Gunner. Beautiful, beautiful cavalier puppy. If you know anything about these dogs, they they uh, they're very special. They have they can have considerable health problems. So you have to do a lot of research and a lot of homework. But it just those kinds of stories are so cool and so wonderful. So if you haven't seen the video of the man with the puppy rescues puppy from Gator in Estero, Florida watch it because uh how there was surveillance camera it wasn't like someone was standing there letting him do that while they stood by and, oh hey there's a guy i'm going to film it uh it was uh, surveillance videos kind of like you know cctv kind of thing that, that captured it and that's why we know what happened whatever it is that you do i hope you have a, a good thanksgiving and i want to end with this thing about the holidays since it's also trying for all of us we're all working our way through it we're trying to keep our chin up and be positive and cheer each other on and stay connected in any way we can with the people that matter in our lives uh, our our uh, our little our little tribe's pretty small um, but I, I saw this on social media that someone posted and is trying to get this going. And I love it so much because we're all distanced and we're all trying to be positive. Uh, here is what they want us to do. On Christmas Eve at 6 p.m., it's been suggested that we all go outside to our doorsteps and ring a bell for two minutes to spread Christmas spirit. And... Most importantly, to help Santa fly his sleigh. And it says, after a tough year, it would be an amazing memory for the kids' communities. Ending 2020 with a sparkle of magic, hope, and togetherness. And I like that. No matter what time zone you're in, Gary and I, will. we have uh, the little bells from Taking Kate the last two years. We won't get to do this year on the Polar Express on Brightline. And it's, it has a very sweet bell sound to it, and our neighbors will probably not want to join us to do that. Uh, but we're, I'm going to do it. I haven't asked Gary, but I, I'm pretty sure he'll join in on that. And so no matter what time zone, I think that is a, that's a really sweet thing to do uh, on Christmas Eve, to to ring those bells and to find the, the real spirit of Christmas, which is really uh, meaningful in different ways to many people. Thanks for being here. Visit our website, northpalmbeachlife.com, and our YouTube channel by the same name. Stay with me.